Hi everyone, welcome to the B2B Sales Podcast. I'm Thibaut. And I'm Ara. Every week, we interview thought leaders, experts, and top performers in B2B sales. During 30 to 45 minutes, we will deep dive into topics like modern prospection, pipeline management tactics, or innovative sales tools to help you navigate the complex world of B2B sales. We're on a mission to change the way society sees sales. This profession is one of the most rewarding ever, yet many people are afraid to do sales or they choose this career by default. This podcast is brought to you by Sales Labs. If you want to know more about our sales training and coaching programs, go to www.saleslabs.io. It's www.saleslabs.io. So get ready for your dose of sales wisdom and enjoy the show. Welcome everyone to this new LinkedIn Live. So today I'm receiving Tom Boston from uh, SalesLoft, who's an SDR there, but also like a superstar in, uh, on LinkedIn as uh, he's doing crazy TikTok videos and dances. So welcome to the show, Tom. Thank you very much. Yeah, I love that uh, crazy videos and TikTok dances is now what I am known for. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, I love that. That's pretty great. Yeah, no, you, you've, named, you've made a name for yourself. So it's, uh, it's, it's really cool to have you there. And um, yeah, so today we're actually going to talk about how to use humor to actually stand out on LinkedIn. And um, it's going to be really interesting because I think we'll have uh, the opportunity to kind of, you know, we have quite people who will be able to ask you questions uh, about who you are, you know, where you're coming from, because, uh, you know, that's something I'm super curious to know more about. So can we just get started and you can maybe tell a bit more about, you know, about yourself and yeah, who you are? Perfect. Yeah. I mean, for those that don't know me, my name is Tom Boston and I work at Salesloft. So I'm uh, one of the SDRs in, in London. I'm originally from the north of England, as you'll hear from my, from my silly accent, um, and now based in, in London. And I've been working at Salesloft for, for a year. Now, it's actually my, um, my third SDR role. And at Salesloft, where we're helping companies be more personalized and more authentic when, when prospecting, as well as just being more persistent, I guess, when, when they're kind of, when they're doing their sales process. So my, my kind of role in a nutshell is, is starting conversations about the, the sales loft platform and building relationships with prospects that I think could really benefit from, from our uh, from our platform. Uh, as we've just touched on, I'm also doing these weekly LinkedIn videos, which I've been doing for, uh, for about eight or nine uh, months and having lots of fun bringing some smiles to, to people's faces during this kind of craziest of times. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, when did you start actually this kind of series of, uh, of LinkedIn videos? So it was a few months in, we'd, we'd launched the the sales loft EMEA office. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a few months after that, that I thought, yeah, I might start doing a, a weekly video. I set myself a challenge to record myself weekly. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really know what I wanted the videos to be, to be about. I just thought it would be a good idea to try to start to build a bit of a personal brand on online. Mm -hmm. So I would just make, I would just make videos about things that we did that week. Like if we went to go play, we went to go play mini golf. So I did a video on, yeah. <laughs> on playing mini golf and um, kind of did that for a few weeks or months. And then I got to a stage where I thought, 
would I watch this? You know, if I, if I didn't know me, would I click play and would mm. I like and would I share? And then I thought to myself, pr- probably not. Like, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't really be too bothered kind of what people are doing at work, you know. So I then flipped it and thought, look, let's, let's try to make some content that, A, is, is quite funny and, and will put a smile on people's faces, but, but B, is also really relevant to the people that I'm mm-hmm. prospecting. And so that will kind of resonate with them like, oh, yeah, I've kind of uh, I've experienced that. And then all, over the top of it, I wanted to make it something enjoyable that, that I would also kind of engage with as well. Okay. Okay. I see. And so, so in terms, so you said you're, you're doing that weekly, right? So I set myself a challenge to, to do a weekly video. Yeah. I've probably missed, I've probably missed a couple of weeks if I'm being completely honest with you. <laughs> I, uh, I, try, I try my best to do, to do one a week, but it is quite tough to, to think of original and fresh content uh, every single week. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just as I've finished the video and I've, I've posted it online, it feels like, Oh, I've got to start thinking now about kind of what I'm going to do next week. Yeah. So yeah, try my best to do one a week. Yeah, the creative process and finding uh, ideas can be can be quite challenging. And uh, sure. you, know, you have a full time job, so it's uh, you know you can't just go and uh, and run videos like that. Yeah, that's right. Okay, and and so you actually um, I've seen like a few of your uh, interventions. I think it was at Sales Confidence uh, Conference at the time where people were still allowed to meet in person. And you were uh, saying that you were pretty old to the job and you were asking these questions like, who's an SDR? And everyone was ready to put their hand and say, who's above 30? And then no one did. So That's can right. you tell me a bit more about your early career and how you, you landed in this SDR job? Great question. Yeah. I mean, I often joke that I'm the oldest SDR in London. And the reason, <laughs> the reason that I say that is a lot of SDRs tend to be early 20s. Right. Yeah. And I'm not in my early 20s anymore. I, uh, I'm 32 and uh, I, I came into the to the SDR world, I guess, quite, quite late. I'm also on my third role as, as an SDR. So I call myself a, a veteran. I'm a veteran. <laughs> I'm a veteran SDR. So, uh, yeah, I was um, I was working in retail. I was working in the Apple store in, in Newcastle and uh, was quite happy doing that. We decided to get married, thought I better earn some more money and looked at sales roles. And that's okay. where I kind of fell into tele. I did telesales. I, I sold gas and electricity <laughs> uh, in, a, in a call center in Newcastle. And it was the hardest job I've ever had. <laughs> it was really tough. But it's also where I got a bit of a feel for, yeah, I guess making cold calls, trying yeah. to stand out and, and, and the pressure to... Um, to deliver, but I quite liked, I quite liked the challenge. Then we, um, we decided to move to London mm-hmm. and I literally Googled sales jobs in London. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really know about kind of SDR roles or the SAS kind of space. Yeah. And I stumbled across um, an SDR role, applied, got the job. And that's where I really kind of fell in love, I guess, with this idea of, of kind of being an SDR and the opportunities that that, that can uh, that can bring. So yeah, okay. that's that's kind of why I'm a, a little bit older, if if you might say that, than than an SDR that you might meet. Okay. And does it make actually like uh, do you, do you, I mean I know it's pretty hard to kind of evaluate yourself like that, but do you think it makes a difference in the way you approach uh, prospects? Because like for me, I'm like 29. 
Um, and, and whenever I was prospecting, when I started in sales, I, I know I was like terrified and I'm just like, okay, so it's fine. You know, I think it's experience, but it's also being a bit older. So do you think it makes a difference actually there? I think so. Yeah. I mean, you know, not, not to get kind of, uh, not to get too deep and too heavy, but I, I'm, <laughs> I'm a different person uh, than I was when I, uh, when I turned 20, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I kind of, I guess have that life experience a bit, a bit more, a bit more confident. I think a lot of um, a lot of SDRs come into the role. It might be their first, their first job, and they're expected to yeah build build rapport and be really mm-hmm. confident on um, on the phone and with those kind of first interactions. And um, yeah, I think it's definitely helped me being a little bit older, maybe slightly wiser, but I'll use that term quite loosely. <laughs> and uh, yeah, having the experience of do- of doing that a few times, right? Okay. Okay, I see. And so, um, so you said already, like when we started, that you were, uh, when you started, you were just making kind of documenting what what was happening in your organization, and yeah. you started to go for the uh, the kind of more humorous uh, and funny side of videos. So, um, how, how did you like? You look like someone who's really kind of uh, you, you have a very, I'd say, expressive face, and and you know what you you have like some kind of the way of you, you know, you're talking and you're acting is really uh-huh. funny. So uh-huh. how how did you choose humor and not just like doing like everyone else, like giving tips or whatever? Yeah, good good question. So yeah, I am I am quite expressive, and and I do have I do have quite a silly sense of humor, and I, and I like to make people smile. But yeah. I didn't think that would be appropriate for for LinkedIn. And I just copied everybody else. So there's a video that I did about about values. I looked mm-hmm. at the, the values of our company and I thought, oh, that's that's quite LinkedIn. You know, a lot of yeah. people a lot of people talk about that. So I'm there talking to camera and I'm almost you know, I'm almost doing a bit of an accent. I don't sound like myself. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of going, yeah, the, com- the company values of um, of our <laughs> company, you know, and uh, I, <laughs> I kind of looked at it back. I thought, oh, that is, not only is that not me, but um, it's almost a bit kind of, I'm, I'm making it for the, for the sake of it. I, yeah. think, I think I, that's how I should be talking. And that's, that's the content that I, I should be creating. And I, believe that if you play to your strengths then you're you're going to succeed in, just in life in general mm-hmm. right yeah and kind of kind of one of my strengths is uh yeah think, thinking a little bit outside the box but being a little bit silly a little bit daft and i thought let's let's start to let's start to use that and let's kind of see see if those kind of videos resonate a little bit more and lo and behold when, when i started to do videos on so so i did one on the meeting rooms, right? So when you're in yeah. a meeting room and someone just walks in and goes, uh, and like, <laughs> you know, is it, sorry, have you got this room booked? We've, we've got this booked. No, we, it's no, it's five o'clock. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're in the middle of a sales call. You have to pack up your laptop. And uh, I thought, well, that's, that's funny. And there's something there. Yeah. And, and that was, that really happened to me. I was in a, I was in a meeting room and that happened. So I, I wrote that down. I thought, yeah, let's do it. Let's do a video on the, on that. And um, yeah, I think, I think that's when I started to kind of see the traction. I, I kind of stopped worrying about what I should be making. And I started thinking about uh, what, what would I want to, what yeah. would I want to watch? What, what would make me smile? 
Okay, okay. Yeah, and I think it's really great because you're getting inspired from, from what we all know. This thing with the, the mini room, for, to anyone who worked in an office, I'm sure that happened to you know, anyone can relate. And I've, do, I've done it, you know, I've been on the other, on the receiving end of that. And, you know, people obviously see that you're in a meeting, but they just like, you know, oh, they, yeah. they want to they pick their room. So I think it's a, <laughs> it's a pretty good one. Yeah, I've and, also uh, been the guy stood outside of the meeting room, you know, going like, going like this you know yeah. to people so it, work, it works both ways yeah exactly and so so do you have some kind of of creative process so basically you said you get inspired from what you, you see at the office and the situation but do you have some kind of framework or a way to kind of make sure you don't lose inspiration whenever it strikes or yeah how do you generate a inspiration basically yeah i mean so, sometimes ideas will will just will just pop into my head you know mm -hmm. on a week on a weekend i might think oh that that's quite a good idea yeah and then and then other times it will it will come up from things like like team meetings yeah um so you know we had um we had a meeting once and i think someone was speaking with a lot of um acronyms they were they were saying all of the yeah. kind of the acronyms you know the crm and the the, the sdos and and uh, the CSMs and, and I, yeah. you know, everyone's nodding away. And I was thinking, oh, well, when I was new to, to sales, I, I genuinely didn't know any of the acronyms. Yeah. I, uh, I was just pretending to know what the acronyms <laughs> meant. And I would write them down and I would Google them, you know, and try, try and figure out what that meeting was about. Yeah. Um, so I, I'll take inspiration from, from kind of things that, that happen. Um, and yeah, that, that will help my creative process. But in terms of where my ideas come from, sometimes even a couple of hours before I'll go to shoot a video, I won't quite know what it's about. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, but then I'll sit down for 20 minutes and I'll go into my kind of own space yeah. and then come, come out the other end with this, uh, with this idea and hope, hope that it works and people like it. Okay. And, and so like the, the last video you did was with like, uh, uh, so from what I see, I'm not an expert, but you basically were shooting four different scenes with four different characters. Um, how did you manage to, because it's perfectly, you know, they're perfectly aligned without a cut from what I understand. So how do you, how do you do that? What's your secret there? Yeah. A, a lot of people ask me that question, you know, um, someone said, is it an app? Have you, uh, <laughs> have you got a program that you, that you set up and it shoots you four times? It's, um, it's very simple. I, record myself um, on my phone uh, and I just leave gaps where I know that I'm going to respond to myself. Mm -hmm. Then I take that video, put it on my computer, yeah. listen via my AirPods and press record again and just respond to myself. Oh. Now, the, the secret, if you like, is having a good script. So I will write down word for word what everybody's going to say because there's no room for ad-libbing when you're when you're leaving gaps to speak yeah. to back to yourself because you're gonna there's gonna be overlaps um but it's as simple as that and it, it takes me um it normally takes me a couple of goes okay. you know to to get it right and maybe i'll talk over myself and think oh um but yeah that's um that's the trick if you like okay. the secret is the secret is out <laughs> Okay, now that's 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 really good because it's uh, like uh, shooting without, you know, with one camera. I actually did that, you know, in a video where I did some kind of corporate videos for my website. Took uh -huh. me uh, a day. We shot, shot like four like four minutes video, 
and uh, we had two cameras and I thought it was super challenging to kind of remember a script or, you know, without reading a script. And so do, do you kind of learn your lines or how does it work there? Do you read them? Well, I, I did a drama degree. So okay. one of the things that not a lot of people know about me is um, I've done a little bit of acting before. I say, I say acting. I, I could only ever play myself. Right. So I'd always sound like this and, and look like this. So I'm not I'm no character actor. Um, but I'm quite good at, at learning scripts and kind of writing lines. Okay. So um so yeah, it's it's as simple as just writing a short script. You will know my videos, they tend to be a minute, two minutes yeah. long. And um the, the script's quite simple and I'll just kind of memorize the the responses and and, and that's it. Okay. Okay, now that's that's really good. So if we if we summarize, basically your process is, is like you're gonna come up with ideas, so collect ideas, uh, kind of store them somewhere, and then you know you know you're gonna write down like some kind of uh, of point you want to make, write the lines, and then start just shooting, and then some kind of editing after that, right? Yeah. So edit it together, make it make it nice and and snappy. You know, I don't want my videos to be three, four, five minutes long. Yeah. Because again, I, I don't think I would I don't think I would watch a video for, for that long. Yeah. I, I think kind of them being quite short is nice. But yeah, that's my that's my process. Okay. How it goes. And the when you play the TikTok video guy, do you actually do a real TikTok video about that? Because that could be a, a really good kind of a way to to push people on your LinkedIn or this kind of thing. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not on TikTok. I uh I don't make I don't make TikTok videos in my spare time, but I've seen a lot of them and I, and they make me laugh. Yeah. And um, the video that I did recently, where I where I do a TikTok video, um, I, I just edited together my myself. Yeah. I, I I tried the app. I downloaded TikTok and I, and I did all the effects, and I even I even thought about doing a real. <laughs> a real dance you know yeah. learning because <laughs> obviously the dance i do in my latest video is me is me well, this kind of is amazing i love it i yeah. think it's it's very a really simple good dance because it's it's, well, it's just like yeah it's really simple but it works really well <laughs> that's right and and the key there is it's very simple because i i cannot dance right and i i learned this when i tried to to do a real tiktok because i thought how hard how hard can it be right to yeah. um to do a little dance in, in my kitchen. And uh, I, tried, <laughs> I tried it and I realized, oh, that I'm, I cannot put that uh, on the internet. Showed my wife, that she, was, uh, she was in stitches. So I decided, <laughs> uh, decided to do a little bounce video. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not on TikTok and I've got no desire to, to, to do uh, dances on, on, okay. on the internet. <laughs> okay, no, but it, it, was, it was really good. And, uh, and, and actually, so, so did you have like some kind of, a, because what you were promoting was the Sales Loft Virtual Summit. Um, right. So did you have some kind of at, uh, affiliate, no, attribute, or like how do you call that, of link where you could measure how many signups you have? Did you, do you have any kind of results you're allowed to share or something like that with this specific video or you didn't track it as a campaign? Yeah, so all of, um, all of the team were given a, um, a personalized link Mm -hmm. to share um, on their social media to promote the virtual summit, which is okay. on June 16th. And um, all of the signups that are in my name are tracked and we can see how many people are gonna attend based on the video that I did. Mm -hmm. I can't share with you the, the results, um, but I can say that um, I'm 
uh, number one. I, I, I'm getting, I got the most. <laughs> okay, well, that's great. So it definitely works. That's the thing is, is you really caught the attention of people and, uh, and got the engagement. Because I remember like I was, I was looking at it. I had a few beer already. So All right. when, I, when I, you know, when I drink a few beers, I get more creative. And then Me I too. was like, uh, yeah, I mean, you're British. So it's, uh, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> but, uh, I was, I was thinking, okay, like that's super hard because everyone's doing virtual summit. Everyone's like, it's the same thing. And then you're going to talk, like you can do a video where you're going to talk about your virtual summit or whatever. And then, you know, I saw your video and I saw you for, and I was like, okay, he's coming back with one view. And, and then you start talking about it. What I really love is you do the TikTok, I think within 30 seconds or whatever. So it puts a bit of music and then you ended up with that. And so you kind of, it's a very engaging video. I think once you look, you watch the first 10 seconds, you kind of, you can't just drop. So I, I don't think, I don't know if you had analytics about that, but I think the, the structure was really well thought because it's, uh, yeah, you just got the attention of the, of the, of the, uh, the viewer until the end. So any, did you plan that or any update on that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think that like, as, as engaging as I want to be as a, as a person uh, on the internet, you know, just having a single shot of me talking for a, for a set amount of time, you know, it's, it's often not the most engaging uh, content. And I think that's where a lot of people fall short. They'll, they'll, you know, hit record mm -hmm. and they'll, um, they'll do a two, three, four minute video of them just kind of speaking and, and chatting away. But really, you know, in 2020, we're, we're so used to, you know, these kind of, we use TikTok as an example, mm -hmm. you know, quick content with music that's, that's engaging and that's visually quite, quite exciting. Mm -hmm. And I, and I thought to myself, look, you know, if I'm going to create content, especially, you know, working remotely, uh, working from home at the moment, and it's just going to be me, you know, in my dining room talking to a camera, how do we, how do we spice that up a little bit? When, when we were in the office, I had the luxury of, you know, I could jump in a meeting room mm -hmm. or we could maybe do one from the lobby or even outside, you know, on the streets of, of London. But working remotely, I thought, oh, I'm going to try and make them a little bit more engaging. Yeah. And I think that's why I quite like doing the, um, the kind of Zoom call videos where mm -hmm. I talk to myself. Because even though it's my voice, it, it's kind of more conversational, right? Because yeah. I'm, I'm playing two, three, four different people. So yeah, that was a, something I did intentionally. Yeah, no, that was that was re really good. And so one thing that is, uh, I'm sure it's a burning question a lot of people have. Um, how do you make sure your management like is supporting you in that? Because I know a lot of traditional companies would be like, uh, they, they, they are very conservative and they just really don't want their employees to kind of do anything that is not uh, on brand. So how did you come up with this idea and uh, yeah, Tell us more about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm very lucky at, at Salesloft because I'm encouraged to, to really build a personal brand. Now, I've worked at organizations before where you're not really encouraged to, to do anything that's, uh, that's not within kind of what the management want, want you to do. Yeah. You know, you can, you can share this and this is the wording and that's it. You know, mm -hmm. don't comment on it. Don't don't change it just just do what we tell you to do whereas at sales loft you know i'm able to kind of um to yeah just just kind of freestyle if you like and, and go off and and kind of build my brand 
and and kind of make content that's um, that's that's relevant. And I and I've got the buy-in from um, from not only the you know, the team in London who who are really supportive, but also the team uh, out in Atlanta who often share my content. We um, we had one of the videos play on the screen for uh, the sales kickoff, which was really cool to yeah. to kind of see my my mug up there, you know, in front of all those people. So um, yeah, I'm very lucky to have to have that buy-in. Yeah. I didn't have to work very hard to uh, to convince anybody that this okay. is a good idea i uh, i just kind of ran with it and then and then it's been championed ever since okay okay so so like short answer is basically just work at salesloft that's the that's, <laughs> that you that's say. it that's if you it, wanted you know? to you know just work at salesloft you know that's send the... me a message and <laughs> uh, you know i'll get you a job and we'll we'll make videos <laughs> together <laughs> great now i think that that's that's super important you know to get the buy-in and um and I think it's also something if you're looking for a job or, you know, and that's something where you want to make sure you have enough freedom in the, the way you're going to use LinkedIn to generate leads and, and brand. Basically, it's like micro branding, we could say. I think it's, it's an important question to ask to the uh, potential employer is, will you allow me to do that? You know, and see what's their presence, how they do that, because I think that's super important. Um, you know, you, you may have heard of my concept, the T-shaped SDR, where I think, you know, you, you build a lot of content as an SDR. That's exactly what you're doing. And so I think it's super key that you have enough freedom to be able to build content um, that, that simply generates opportunities and start conversations for you. So I think that's, uh, that, that's an important thing. And on your side, on this side of like starting conversations and uh, generating pipeline directly as a result of, of your videos. Do you have any kind of numbers on that or any just overall, did it help uh, having like more calls for you? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it helps in, in two ways because really as an, as an SDR, you know, you've, you've, you've got some channels available to you to, mm -hmm. to reach out and to, and to book meetings, right? So you yeah. can call people up, you can send them a message on, on social media uh, you can send them an email and you, you can try and be as creative as you can, but really mm -hmm. that's kind of how your approach is going to be. Whereas um, what I'm able to do is by using kind of LinkedIn and having these videos kind of um, seen by lots of people is, is have like an, an, an extra string to my bow, if you like, mm -hmm. as, yeah. a, as an SDR. So I might call somebody up and um, they'll hear my accent and maybe they've, maybe they've seen some of my, some yeah. of my content, right. Which makes the call a little bit easier. It's not directly impacting. I, you know, I've still got to have a great conversation, explain mm -hmm. why I'm reaching out, talk about some of the values um, that, that I believe that I can bring from speaking to them, but it can make my job a bit easier because they'll be like, Oh yeah, I think I saw your video uh, four weeks ago. Or like, Oh, a friend of mine told me mm -hmm. to watch some of your stuff. So, you know, it's really important for me to, to build rapport very, very early. Mm -hmm. And I believe that having a strong personal brand is, is very helpful. Secondly to that, I'm also now at a stage where I'm, I'm getting people messaging me directly mm -hmm. um, and asking to, to speak to me about, about sales loft, okay. which is, uh, which is one of the, you know, one of the best things about, about doing this. It, it's taken some time. So, you know, when I first started doing videos, that, that wasn't the case. Um, but more recently than ever, I would say that, you know, in the past couple of months, 20 to 25 percent of of my pipeline has been kind of from linkedin inbound generated okay. leads okay that's amazing so you basically created your mini inbound factory that doesn't rely on marketing it's just that's you right. and uh and it makes a, a, things a lot easier 
that's it. That's yeah. it. I've uh, I've cracked it. I've cracked the system. I, yeah. uh, you know, I'll get to a stage where I won't have to make any calls, but at the moment I still have to do my my daily role. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's always important to do outbound and, and do calls, but I think it's of great course. that you do that because um yeah, I think when people like you're selling to salespeople and sales organizations, so obviously you're talking, you're speaking to them, you're speaking their language, and whenever I guess you're talking with them, um, you know, like oh, they, they see your videos, and if you call 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 outreaching them, I think they'd be like, oh, that's this guy, and then they get the impression they know you, so it's so much easier to build rapport because you're not just you know this random dude, you just oh, that's the funny guy who's make funny who's making funny videos about sales. And so uh, that's something I've also observed. You know, me, I'm not like too much into funny videos. I love that, but I'm not a really good actor for that. But I got like a lot of people coming back to me and, you know, having conversations and they were like, they got the impression they know me because, because they saw, you know, they hear my voice, they see my face. And I think it's, it's really good because it's, it's such a good way to build rapport. And uh, you don't need to do like your, I mean, you know, maybe about upfront contracts, all these things that you need to, to kind of practice a lot to make sure that they, they sound good. We don't really need to do that, you know, when we build content because the rapport is already there almost. Completely agree. Yeah, it's just really, it's a really powerful, uh, it's a really powerful tool to have. Yeah, cool. Great. And so you said also that it took, took you a bit of time before you got results. So how much time you would you say you, you, you had, you know, you, I mean, it took before you kind of saw some, some uh, kind of, how to say, uh, noticeable results in terms of uh, direct LinkedIn inquiries? Yeah, I'd I'd probably say I'd pr I'd probably say it took about it took about five or six months okay. of doing a week of doing a weekly video mm -hmm. before I would be at a stage where people would would message me directly yeah. and ask and ask to kind of speak, and um, and th and that's that's just been a kind of learning process, I guess, of kind of what content um, it kind of resonates mm -hmm. with with, yeah. with people. Yeah, and I think that's that's the the thing is. Uh, you have to be in love with the process and the journey and not just the end and you know like the end goal um, because that, that's really that's really how it's going to be sustainable because if you want quick results i think the effort to find your voice the creative process uh to edit all of this and to just put yourself out there is so big compared to the outcome you're going to have just like in the first few months or first few weeks that if you're not in love with the process it's going to be super hard to hold these first six months or 12 months or even 18 months. But I mean, I guess you, you'll be seeing that. And, and I also start seeing it. it. It's compounding. So basically you have a compounding effect where if you never had this, put this video out there, I would have never invited you there, you know, because I didn't know about you, but now you're just, you know, you're, you're, you're standing out. And I think that's the, that's the good learning about that. It's really about putting consistent effort and then it pays off big time at the end. Yeah, and, I, and I, I like what you said about kind of understanding it's a long process because when I when I started doing a weekly kind of video, I I knew that it was going to be something I was going to be doing for kind of six, eight, twelve months, you mm -hmm. know, and I was committed to that. I guess it'd be like it's like anything, right? If you if you wanted to, you know, be a, a champion swimmer, um, you know, you understand that you're going to have to train. And, and kind of get, but I don't know why I'm using swimming because I'm I'm not even a very good swimmer. This is a, this might be a bad analogy, um, but you you know that you're gonna have to go to the pool and you're gonna have to practice and you don't expect to just jump in and you know be able to um, to swim lengths and, mm -hmm. and and kind of be be the best you can be. And it's the same with this. I I started by knowing that the first few videos that I make 
they they're not gonna they're not gonna go down as oh this is this is perfect content. Mm-hmm. But I also knew that the only the only way to to get better and to create content that that I think is is working would be to just to just get it out there and, ju- yeah. and just try it. So if I could give advice to people who are kind of watching, who maybe want want to kind of do something similar and, and build up their personal brand, it, it would be to I, I know everyone says this, but but just just start, just yeah. start doing it, and just know that in in three months time you'll probably watch the first two or three videos that you did mm-hmm. and you'll probably, you'll probably cringe a bit, a bit like I, yeah. I do when I watch mine back and go, Oh, I, you know, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, but the only way that you're going to be able to kind of grow and, and build an audience is by trying things and seeing what works. Okay. Okay. I see. Good. Perfect. So yeah, I think it's, it's get started. That's the, the advice everyone's giving, but it's the, I think this is most important advice is just get started. I'd say. Yeah. And uh, yeah, fall in love with the process. So I think we, we have like a few questions from a few people. So um, Coralie, I think is your colleague, is asking Tom, have you considered having guests on your videos? That's a very good question. I, um, I have considered it. Um, I, I think it would be, as we've talked about previously, more engaging to have, to have more voices kind of on there. But at the moment, I, you know, I don't want the kind of videos, I guess, to, to take over what I, what I do on, on a mm-hmm. weekly basis, which is be an SDR, right. Yeah. Which is, which is, you know, crack on with what I need to be, what I need to be doing. And, um, I think the logistics of, of getting someone else to, to be a voice on there and record it mm-hmm. and, and all that kind of stuff is something that I'm not really looking at at, yeah. at the moment, but I'd love to maybe do some interviews in the future, you know, quite, quite, quite like similar to what, to what you're doing now. Um, but you know, where am I, where am I going to find someone who's going to be able to uh, have an expressive face like, like this, as we've already talked about, you know, they would need yeah. to be, they would need to be just like me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have already like multiple, you multiply the Tom Boston's in your video. There's already four. That's it. So yeah, That's you it. have uh, many brothers, I'd say. <laughs> Just put but a I, hat on, uh, put a wig yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think that would be good to have actually wigs and stuff. But uh, one thing you could do is maybe like um, do collabs with guys like Corporate Bro or, you know, like, you know, different, different type of people who are, you know, making also some content. I think that's one idea. Another one, I think it would be, and, and just that free consulting I'm giving for you guys at Sales Loft uh, is send you for Sales Kickoff. So, you know, like when SKO are, you know, resuming, uh, as you're a, f- a known face in the industry, you can go for sales kickoff, just like talk quickly. And that makes a really great kind of a um, demand generation tool for sales lofts because then they're like, oh, that's this guy from, you know, from sales loft. And I think that that would be a, a cool thing. If you like performing in front of people, that's a, that's a good thing. I like that. How about me as a, ro- a roaming reporter, right? So we get a microphone. And I, um, you know, I interview people and yeah. I mean, this, right, I'm going to get a pen. I'm going to write this down. This is great. Yeah. I think you, you should, I'll send you the invoice, you know, it's, uh, the, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. think that's, nothing's, uh, free. nothing's free. I know, I know yeah. I'll get charged for that idea. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a question from James. Uh, Tom, did you ever expect your videos to be so positively received like it's now? By the way, he loves your work and you don't look 32, he says. That's very kind. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's, uh, that's made my day. Um, yeah, honestly, no, I didn't, I didn't think that so many people would, 
would see them. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I thought they'd, I thought they'd get a few likes and, and a few shares, you know, if, if I put a bit of effort in and, mm-hmm. and tried to make them quite humorous. Um, but I, I never quite expected them to, to really take off. And um, it's always, it's very strange for me when people, you know, back in, you know, back in the olden days when we would be in the office, we would, we'd have someone come into the office that I've never seen before, mm-hmm. maybe that I'm not even connected with on LinkedIn. And they'll say, that's Tom, that's the bloke from, uh, from the videos, you know, and that would, that would still blow my mind to yeah. be like, ah, these, these things are being seen by, by a lot of people, you know, yeah. from, from all, from all around the world. So yeah, never, never really expected anything. Ju- just wanted to, uh, just wanted to build a brand. Just wanted to shout about the fact that you know, um, sales lofts were new in EMEA, and uh, I've I've been very surprised by the response. And I'm and I'm so grateful to anybody who, who likes, comments, shares. It's it's really nice. So thank you to everybody yeah. who watches. Yeah, no, that's 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 really good. And and uh, I think like your last video that had more than sixteen thousand views. And uh, I, I don't know about the stats, would be really cool if LinkedIn could build that. But I'm pretty sure the videos were not just like, okay, people were, you know, in, in pre-roll when they scroll and, and it kind of starts playing. I think it's the case, but then they kind of paid attention. So they really hear what you're saying. And, and I think it's having so many people watching you, I think it's, uh, it's a bit hard to realize, you know, uh, but I think it's, it's great. And it's, uh, it's something that is, you can be really proud of it, I think. Thank you. Yeah, no, I am. And so I have a question here from Alexander. Uh, he's asking your time spent editing versus spent prospecting. Do you get any challenge from Oli? Uh, so Oli is the, the VP MA, I think. So do you have any, any challenge from Oli there? Yeah, he'll, he'll often, you know, he'll often slap me around the back of the head and say, get <laughs> off LinkedIn and, and jump on the phone, please, Tom. We're paying you to make some calls. Um, no, he, <laughs> he's really supportive. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he, he's super supportive and he, he understands that, you know, kind of if, if, if I'm silently sat on, on LinkedIn um, messaging people uh, and responding to comments, um, that can only be a good thing for, for me kind of moving forward yeah. as the, per- the people that I'm responding to, they're, they're, they're probably people who are, you know, I would want to be prospecting kind of yeah. a- anyway. Uh, so yeah, no, that's uh, that's something that I'm completely supported behind, which is which is good. Okay, yeah, I think I think Oli is, is great for that, and uh, he he, you know, I think he's, he's focused on results. And uh, I guess if you're he still uh, doing videos, it's because you're providing results. Yeah, you know, like you said about the uh, this link you have where you could signs up signups where you were the first. So it obviously works, and I think it's great that you have this support there. Um, so there's a question here from Chris: How long does it take? to edit your videos? Good question. So from, from start to finish, so from, from pressing record, probably not from getting the idea because that's something that I'll kind of do throughout the week, mm-hmm. but from pressing record to, to editing the video and having it finalized normally takes me about an hour and a half. Now, I'm quite lucky that because I've, I've been editing videos for quite a while, mm-hmm. not, not professionally, just, just because I've always enjoyed kind of... Um, I've always enjoyed video and audio editing. I guess I'm a bit of a nerd, a nerd like that. I, <laughs> I've been doing it for, for a few years, just, just doing bits and pieces. Um, even from the very early days of using, you know, Windows Movie Maker, 
<laughs> on my parents' computer, you know, that, there's a reference. Any, anyone who's <laughs> below the age of, uh, yeah, 20, 22 will, will know what Windows I'm talking about. Windows Movie Maker, like, yeah, yeah, no one has a clue, Our, even me, I don't no, know. No, 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 exactly, <laughs> yeah, but that, that's kind of where I started, and, um, and yeah, I can, I can kind of churn them out quite quickly. Once the, once the video is recorded, and, um, and I've got it onto my machine, I can edit up and chop it up quite quite quickly. Um, it's it's something that I've had to kind of work out. The, when I first started doing videos, I'd spend a little bit longer on the editing process, mm -hmm. but now I just kind of uh, I just kind of get the job done. So yeah, about about an hour, about an hour and a half from shooting okay. to to finishing. Okay, and so there's one last question that I will take. Uh, another one from uh, from Chris. So for one, people who have a smaller LinkedIn following. Uh, do you have any kind of advice on the best time for engagement, especially on video, like the best time to post? Yeah, so I tend to find that my videos do quite well when I post them on a Thursday. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know if uh, I don't know the science behind that. This, this is just for me trying trying a few things. Uh, I thought it would be Friday, right? So I, mm -hmm. I'd post videos on a Friday, but what I would find is the the kind of traction would tail off. As, mm -hmm. as the weekend as the weekend hits yeah and uh, i feel like on a thursday people are getting ready for the weekend as well so they're in a kind of good mood yeah um if if my if my content was more kind of um i guess thought provoking or it was more kind of um you know kind of informative i'd probably put it earlier in the week getting yeah. people prepared prepared for the week um but the style of my videos uh, i i tend to find that yeah kind of later on in the week you know, I normally put them on at about nine o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning on, on a Thursday. But okay. yeah, this is just from pra practicing, kind of posting yeah. at different times, seeing what works. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's like with your videos, they have a, a strong virality potential. So often, you know, what you see is like in a normal post, the half-life of the post is 24 hours, meaning that yeah. I, don't, I don't remember what it means, but <laughs> yeah, it's basically 24 hours. But on viral posts, they kind of like, stay for that and they i mean and, and then they pop again and kind of like explode again so i think it's it's uh, you know we're making a lot of assumptions because linkedin doesn't provide much data but i think for for um what i've observed is like for me what works the best is on uh, friday but not for videos for text content text posts that are where i give like a tip and a point of view a strong point of view on something and so what i found is people kind of like as they go in the weekend they pick up their phone and then they just go and scroll on linkedin and you get some good engagement there. So I, I think it's, uh, yeah, it, it really depends. And it goes back to what we were saying, right? So to answer Chris's question, the best way to find the answer for that is to, is to try different things. Yeah. You, you've obviously figured out that your text posts on a Friday um, have, have come from you trying, trying, trying different things. So I would just encourage people to, yeah, post at different times, see what works, and, and then, then you yeah. can recreate it. Exactly. Good. So yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot, Tom. I think uh, that was really amazing. So now is the time for you to promote anything you want to promote. So the stage is yours. Well, of course, I'm going to talk about our virtual event. You know, that's the that's the hot ticket at the moment. It's on June 16th. It's a half day event, and um, you're able to to sign up for for free. It's kind of for sales leaders and aspiring sales leaders we're going to hear from the likes of ibm and google linkedin we've got great speakers including john barrows 
Ollie is also speaking, who we've spoke about as well. And um, and yeah, it's going to be it's going to be great. Really looking forward to our uh, Ask Me Anything with the Sales Loft um, CEO Kyle as well. Should be good. Looking yeah. forward to it. Thanks so for I've letting dro- me plug it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've dropped the links in both chats on the Zoom and on LinkedIn Live. So just go ahead, sign up there. It's going to count towards the quota of Tom. So please, everyone, invest that's heavily. The most Im- that's the most important yeah. thing. Let's not forget. <laughs> exactly. So Tom gets like a good uh, good commission. And uh, yeah, so yeah. thanks a lot, Tom. Any last word, anything you want to say? Thank you so much to everyone who's, who's kind of watched this and enjoyed it. Do connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm happy to, uh, to take any questions that weren't covered. And if you want to introduce yourself and, and let's, let's be friends online, why not? Cool. Thanks a lot, Tom. That was amazing. And uh, have a great day. You too. Thanks for your Thanks. time. Bye.